This is the Unearthing Art Podcast with Michelle Luminato and Beck Lee, where we dig into the messy reality of making art that matters, raw and real conversations about being an artist, navigating the creative process, and expressing our honest and sometimes weird selves. Happy New Year, Michelle. It's Happy 2023. New- <laughs> Happy New Year. I know. I can't believe it's already the new year. It has been an interesting few weeks. Um, we haven't recorded for, I think, five weeks, but um, we have been chatting and we have been messaging. So I know a little bit about how your Christmas and New Year went and you know a little bit about how mine went. And I thought it'd be really interesting to talk about that because I think we're both taking some lessons from the time into our 2023, would you say? Yeah, and I think I'd love to hear your lessons so that I can definitely use those next year because I have different kinds of lessons. Tell us what happened, what's happening Um, for you in the last month. It's been much busier than I expected, I think is one thing. You know, there's always like, yeah, I'm going to be busy. I'm going to get into the studio. I'm going to do all these extra things. And then there's Christmas. What reality looks like is a little bit of chaos um, and a little more chaos and more chaos and more Mm -hmm. chaos. So my life's been a little more chaotic than I had imagined. And honestly, probably a few meltdowns along the way, truthfully. And uh, and not as much studio time as as much as I really had hoped for. Christmas is a little rougher than I remember. <laughs> it's funny. I think I've got these me- memories of you know things kind of smooth out. But Christmas mm-hmm. was always a difficult time because my dad got sick um, on actual Boxing Day. So every Christmas I go through this a little emotional trauma of remembering that experience. Um, And three weeks later, he passed away. So that period is very difficult. And then, you know, then there's the let's eat too much food and have a sugar crash and all of that piled on top. Yeah. So it gets a little rough around the edges. On that topic of being surprised by like our emotions and our reactions and times of the year. It's surprising to me, but not surprising how often that happens. Yeah. You know, like things happen on a seasonal basis, on a yearly basis, um, and it can take a number of years for some reason before we start to notice it. I have a similar thing that happens in, or has happened a lot in kind of January, February. And I don't know how much it's to do with emotional stuff about starting the new year. It may be, but I think it actually has a lot to do with um, physical stuff like it's Mm -hmm. summer in Australia it's very hot I get very drained when it's humid we've already talked before about how we're very different bunnies you'd rather Mm -hmm. be hot and I'd rather be cold so I just get much more tired and I think that has a an impact and again this is fascinating because it's 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 not necessarily directly the impact the physical impact it's kind of the interaction between that and my expectations yeah so you have the beginning of the year I'm wanting to feel upbeat I'm wanting to think about you know getting ahead on stuff and then I met with this kind of reality check of oh but there's only so much you can do you need to rest you feel a bit blur and then it's all all those expectations yeah 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 I think that's really what it is isn't it it is a um reality versus expectations 
Mm. And and I do think it's really interesting because same thing with my dad and all of that. Like it's been years um, mm. that that's happened, and yet I'm surprised and knocked over by it as if it's mm. a new experience, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is a thing. This is actually a thing that keeps happening. So I think that being gentle with myself has been something that has been absolutely essential. Um, yeah. I think that because you know expectations get a little bit different from reality there is that sense that um we can get hard on ourselves i don't know if you feel that same way but i know it's like why am i not doing this quicker why is this not working or why am i feeling so sad still after all these years you know exactly i think that's really what uh, you know we we kind of forget somehow our human bits it's emotional Mm -hmm. it's internal it's in our body and then we have these expectations we have this kind of idealized idea of the way something's going to go that forgets all that stuff about being human that forgets Mm -hmm. all that stuff about getting tired things coming up things going wrong and that's where the tension happens yeah Um, yeah i think it's useful to remember that going into a new year where we might be making plans as well Mm -hmm. because we might have idealized versions of how the year's going to go as well yeah don't necessarily take into account all that human stuff that happens with us through the year and totally like remembering maybe there might be certain times of the year that are more difficult than others that are more challenging where for a multitude of reasons you know emotionally physically commitments with other people in our life just things that happen and then we we start the year with these rose-colored glasses and we think i can time block and schedule every week of 2023 it's going to be beautiful and then <laughs> and then reality things happen things sometimes happen. the same things happen that happened last year but we've <laughs> forgotten to take it into account I, it's funny i think the the brain does a really good job of blocking out those things too because my yeah. kids are home for school holidays as well and so yeah things that seem really simple you know where I can say I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do this one task is not actually something I can count on because there might be disruptions from them and chaos you know that I hadn't actually planned for you know and I Mm. think I I like the way that you say the human bits because it really is the human Mm. experience kind of presenting itself in a way that you know I guess I'm a little bit like hey I don't have time for this part. I'm gonna <laughs> I don't have need, time to be human. <laughs> I don't have time to be human. I need to get this done or I want to get this done or I want to do this, yeah. you know? Yeah. And we don't really have full control and that's quite frustrating, I think. Yes, yes. And all of that came into play, no doubt, in this big project that you were doing, which was yes. uh, migrating the Origin Art membership from one platform to another. Just saying that, you know, sounds simple, but of course it's not just one platform. It's all integrated and there's multiple technology platforms that talk to oh, each other to make it, it all yes. happen. I've been moving origin art to a new platform because I want to have some really amazing things happen this um, coming year and and obviously going forward. And that has taken a huge amount of work that I thought would be a lot simpler 
than, of course, <laughs> I imagined in my head. I guess the good news is I really have have a appreciation for all the content that I've mm. um, worked on and with the members, you know, and, and what's happened over the last few years and the amount of um, things. It just really gets me excited when I look at the upside of it as opposed to yeah. how much work it is. I'm like, wow, this is this is really amazing and good and super helpful and um and also something that's reminding me all of what i've worked on and um you know kind of like oh yeah that's right there's all this you know so i guess that's i do nice. have a, a good appreciation in some ways um i just have been a little bit more buried in tech than i usually am and yeah. it's and not in paint and not in paint so i'm a little yeah so i think it's just been a little more tech oriented than paint oriented so i'm really itching to get back into the studio which i am actually going to do today after we get off this podcast <gasps> wonderful i think that I, that's really nice though that doing the project i know it took a lot out of you and it was like very intensive and you got into that real uh, sort of you know grit your teeth and just get through the grind of the project over yeah. the last you know maybe thinking it was going to be one week and then two weeks and then <laughs> Um, It's nice, though, that it incorporated that review aspect and feeling like a little, at least there was a little bit of payout of of feeling like you were able to recognize the the work you'd done. And I think also that having spoken to you about this a little bit (laughs) and got the messages like, Beck, why isn't this working? What's happening? Oh, it's driving me crazy. Yeah. Um, Having spoken to you a little bit about that process, also... I think although it's been challenging, it's also given you a little bit of lessons or kind of good information for how you want to spend your year as well, which I think we can always take these time periods and say, okay, what worked, what didn't, how would I apply that going forward? Like one, I know you want to keep, you've, you've got a renewed commitment to keep kind of the technical and infrastructure side as simple as possible for mm-hmm. example so mm-hmm. that you can concentrate more on doing the stuff you really love which is creating the content and working with people is that something yeah that and taken i think away? yeah that as well as i think it also which is what this podcast is all about it really required me to step up and do things um i guess not as a newbie um, platform, mm-hmm. you know, more as a experienced person. I want to have much more control over this because I really want to do some really fun, amazing things with it that will have a better member experience and yeah. the flip side of it to help automate it more for me so that I can have some things more streamlined. So in order to do that, it makes me have to step into some bigger shoes, I think, mm. um, mm-hmm. and step up a little bit more. And like it's kind of yeah. the baby version versus the grown up version, like Origin Art yeah. membership has, has grown up, um, mm. like it's coming into its fully capable version of itself. And mm. as a leader, that requires me to step into what that looks like. Um, from a tech perspective and be confident in that way and learn things that I don't know, troubleshoot things that I don't know, you know, and I think that's the ongoing thing of being an entrepreneur in general. Like there's always going to be problems. Mm -hmm. It's usually problem solutions and then more problems and more solutions. And 
one thing I have learned from this was even though I was really exhausted and it was really long hours, um, I didn't have meltdowns like as in it was going to break me. I could have a little reflection and say, okay, I've had some growth in that where, you know, I didn't let tech kill me or get me, you know, beat the best of me. Cause sometimes tech, <laughs> yeah. you know, or really random things, you know, that you just feel like, oh, I'm just not capable of doing this. Um, but yeah, I do feel that, you know, it, it did have moments of frustration that I suspect won't end. Um, yeah, but yeah. I think that's just part of being an entrepreneur that you just troubleshoot it and hold steady. What I love about that is that I think everything that you just said, you could replace the word entrepreneur or your project that you're working on with artist and yes. art. Yes. Because we can go through those same rocky uh, kind of waters. Um, I know that you can have that feeling of, I just can't work this out. I'm just not breaking through you know, I borderline want to toss this in. Yes. I did um, very late in the in the process, just within the last couple of days, I know that something that had been working and you thought you were right at the end yeah. suddenly broke. Yes. And we, uh, we exchanged some messages and you were like, Beck, I was right at the edge there. It was just like, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. It was a small thing, but when it comes at the end of that kind of big effort and you're tired and you're... And you're just like, what? I uh, yes, what is this but happening to me? It's one of those things. Like, it can't. If if you're just like, well, no, it's gonna work. It can't mm-hmm. break you. You think it mm-hmm. can, you know? And that's what I, I just. I think when I'm tired, one of the things I know is like, take a deep breath, get some sleep, and look at the problem again with fresh eyes because yeah. something when I'm tired can feel like it's gonna break me. But if I'm freshly rested, and I can kind of think from a new perspective because that's really what any troubleshooting is or problem solving you know how do we solve this in a different way and when it came to this it was like the same thing as artists like reach out for help (laughs) you know don't try to do it on your own and I think sometimes we think that we should do everything on our own and even though this platform is me doing it on my own I still can reach out for help I can still reach out for support I don't have to do it all on my own and I'm Actually, I don't think any of us are capable of doing everything all on our own without, you know, Mm. learning or having resources or people who know a little bit more, you know, in certain areas. For sure. So for sure. I have learned over many years that when I find (laughs) many, many, many years um, that when you when I when I reach that feeling really strung out and uh, like really like I've double down on a problem like I'm just apply, trying to apply pure willpower or yeah. kind of force to something I like got to stop myself and say hang on this is not gonna uh, <laughs> nothing's gonna change unless I change something and I'm gonna walk away and give it some air and the same as you know when I was talking before about noticing my own energy ebb and flow and noticing that when I am feeling really tired and starting to wind up that anxiety cycle of, oh no, I feel tired, I can't cope with whatever I'm trying to deal with here, you know, it's gonna, and you start to sort of spiral and think, this is not gonna work, how am I ever gonna deal with this? I really know that just when I have that feeling, when I'm in that place, 
I say, this is not the time for making plans. This is not the time for making decisions. Mm -hmm. This is the time to recharge. Yes. I just tell myself that in a really matter-of-fact way. Like there's no... There's no good decisions or no good planning. You can't think your way out of, I guess that's what I'm getting to. You yeah, can't think totally. your way out of this kind of emotional, physical space. You need to recharge those elements Yeah, before you can come back and make and the, the change. Yeah, it's interesting too because like you said, it doesn't really matter what project it is or if it's art or this technical project. Mm. Getting in there and trying to force something to willpower and overworking it you know, is something that we can do on a tech stack or in a piece of artwork where we're just literally trying to force it, you know, into existence where, you know, if we just kind of step back and take a deep breath, it can be helpful. (laughs) So it's funny. Space. The the human experience. amazing thing. Yeah. (laughs) The human bits. (laughs) Those darn human bits, they always get in the way. So uh, we've talked a ton about what I've been up to. What about your holiday break, which I have to say I'm a little bit envious of sounding like it was an actual holiday. Yes. So I went into uh, Christmas and New Year time with an intention that I would have a couple of weeks where I could relax and also just focus on studio time where I didn't wouldn't have any other commitments because I don't have a huge number of family commitments we just only had one event unlike I know you have a, a yes. big extended Italian family and there would have been a lot more events for you Michelle but it's a bit quieter for me so I thought I'll take this opportunity but what really surprised me which I told you about and I didn't expect is something happened um, towards the end of December where I had this feeling of like, had a feeling, it was like being back in school holidays, summer school holidays. So in Australia, for those who um, are listening outside of Australia, summer and Christmas is our big holiday period. It's, It's the break in the school year. So schools take six weeks of holidays over summer (laughs) and um, don't go back till early February. So this is the time where, you know, at the end of December, when you're in school, you have the big breakup, you have the parties, you have like a, a, a week of school where you don't do much. And then it's just like this unending summer of, of freedom where hopefully when you're younger where you run around and barefoot and jump in pools and all that kind of good stuff. Um, And what I really noticed, probably very similar to what we're talking about before, about suddenly noticing in the midst of it something that um, these kind of human bits that we hadn't noticed before, was that I I had this sensation of of having that really open-ended summer holiday time. And it's not something that I've had in many years. And I really thought about what led to that. And I think perhaps it's because in the past when I've had a lot of um, client work or working on my own projects it just runs through there's no real break in the time you know you go from December into January and you're just working there's no differentiation Um, and I think perhaps it had something to do with Uh the podcast because last year for the first time I really had a very scheduled thing that was happening every week and um, the work associated with editing that, that happened every week. And then when we took a break from recording the podcast, suddenly like, yeah. 
I don't know. I was like a kid with no responsibilities. I wasn't thinking about what was going to be posted the yeah. next Monday and getting things edited and getting things posted. The thing that I loved about that is that is my favorite way to feel about the studio um, is feeling like there's no other commitments yeah. in the day, in the week, nothing else I have to worry about, nobody else I have to worry about. Um, just really open-ended and I can take my time and it's such a paradox I guess that the more I feel like I don't have to worry about time the more I make of my time you know the more I can just go into the studio and then suddenly things Mm -hmm. happen very quickly whereas when I feel very scheduled and and kind of blocked in and I know that I only have one hour or two hours for some reason I'm much more likely to be anxious about it I guess and feel tight around it so what I took out of all of that is I had some great studio time nice in summary (laughs) which you know um just some great experimental play stuff and really kind of quick iterations of moving my ideas around my art along that I feel like I have really clear vision for what I want to create in the coming Um, I'm not going to say 2023 because that's a whole year. I don't know what's going to happen, but I have a very clear vision about what I want to create in the next few months, which will grow from there. The other thing I'm thinking about is how do I have that feeling more often, Yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? Because it's like um, your brain just said you can do anything you want back and you were like, yeah. And then your creativity was like, let's play. And I think that's that's yeah. a good lesson. Like it's it, it I, I think that's where it goes into the human experience again where I you know, I always say like I have to trick myself. If you can find a way to trick yourself where you can say, Okay, uh, these are the days I've got things scheduled, but this is wide mm. open. And I think there's um it's one little word called pressure. Like when you say, oh, I've only got this one hour, your your brain or I don't know how we're all wired, but it's literally going, okay, you better produce something. You only have one hour. You got to make that count, right? And so yeah. that's, that yeah. pressure to me is the one thing that squeezes the creativity out. So I... I don't mm. give myself any boundaries. In fact, you want to hear my next trick in the next few weeks? Because I'm in the middle of working on an exhibition. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it is a creative time, but it's also a very productive time. And so I'm like, I could work in the mm. morning. I could work in the evening. I could work, you know, I'm kind of just giving myself like this flexibility as opposed to saying you only have like three hours and if you don't get this done, um, you know, and the reality is again, reality and expectations. I just realized my son is already back at soccer again this week. Um, and so I'm doing my Mm -hmm. Uber driving again three times a week. So I was like, (laughs) Oh, maybe you're not painting in the evenings like you thought you would, um, three times a week, but I'm like, well, that still leaves four you know, open. So I keep having to look for, well, when, when are the opportunities as opposed to looking at when I don't, you know? I really like that because it is about putting your attention where it helps because noticing commitments starting to come back in and just focusing on those. Like uh, even last week coming out of that kind of idyllic period 
things started, you know, the world starts, the lovely thing for me about kind of traditional holiday times is that other people in the world are having time off and, and having holidays and somehow it feels like the global mm. pressure comes up yeah. a bit, if you know what I mean. Like everyone else yeah. is working. So I can kind of just spend the time to being fun and relaxed. But as the world starts moving a bit more again and, you know, people are working, friends are working, family, you know, commitments, people expect you to be available at certain times, stuff comes up. I could feel myself start mm. to tighten up and to feel mm-hmm. overwhelmed by those kind of, intrusions it feels kind of like an Mm. intrusion on a you know I'm one of those people I'm not sure we've talked about this but I'm one of those people like I feel like I could go and live in a shack in a mountain somewhere just quietly by myself (laughs) with no (laughs) interruptions and I'd be really happy so I I'm a little bit kind of sensitized to this idea of having like a same yeah same I I could just have a a little studio next to the beach and I would be as happy as can be um you know but it's (laughs) so far from reality right now that I just have to you know pretend so one of the things that I've been doing um which because it is summer and in Melbourne sometimes it doesn't look like summer even though it is summer but when the sun comes Mm -hmm. out I have a chair and I just go sit and sit in it for a few minutes every morning, you know, whether it's a cup of coffee or whatever, um, which is something that I'm really trying to make as a morning routine, just to kind of ground me into Mm. nature a little bit more instead of automatically jump, you know, from get in the shower, get on the computer, go outside, like just kind of break the routine a little bit and make it feel a little more summery. I love that. I love that because I know that that works because I do that kind of thing too. And I and I think it's fascinating that taking a bit of time to sit or be kind of without mm-hmm. a purpose, you know, to be unpressured, it's kind of like a signal to your brain. Yeah. See, I have time. We can we can sit outside and have a cup of tea and it might only be 10 or 15 minutes, but it's more like the experience of that. You start to open up and feel like... A bit yeah, more limitless, totally. a bit more more possibilities than if you'd gone, no, I don't have time to spend that 15 minutes. I need to get on the computer and do this. And that just makes you feel more scheduled yeah. and crowded. And so I think I love it, that. I mean, I definitely don't know a lot about all this, you know, quantum physics, time, space, all that stuff. But I do believe because mm-hmm. I really look, the more I do, the more I can do. But that's because I'm always looking for the opportunities mm-hmm. as opposed to the limitations. So that's mm-hmm. as much like I don't know the scientific part of it, but I do really look and see time like it, it's expansive when I'm looking for it specifically. Mm-hmm. So that's why I thought, well, in the morning, yeah. there's no reason I can't have a cup of coffee and sit outside and do nothing for 10 minutes. Maybe it turns into 20 or a half an hour, you know, or whatever, but just to almost kind of create like a relaxed routine as opposed to a work routine. It really makes the rest of the day, I find, um, feel mm-hmm. more expansive. You know, it's the mindset, it's the acting yes. as if. If you can start the morning in a way that that kind of this might sound weird, but if you can start the morning in a way that you believe that time is expensive and that you have the time to have a really good day, then somehow 
the day bleed you. <laughs> I don't know. It is. It the, is interesting, isn't the it? The day can flow that way. I mean, I think yeah, you believe and I yourself. Think yeah, it feels so much more open and relaxed, you know, as a presence. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it just really sets the day in the right direction, a little more relaxed as opposed to pressured. Exactly. I think when I can be more relaxed yeah, yeah. from the beginning, it's just it, everything works a lot better. Um, so it's. It's, yeah. it's interesting, though. I mean, I'm sure the scientists can explain what's happening. But I definitely, um, during this whole process where I was working really long days, all these extra pressures like, oh, I got to get in the studio because of the exhibition and, you know, all of that. And then I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, but if you sit there and get all stressed out about it, it's not going to give you any helpful clues on how to move forward. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's where I was really going, what could I do to trick myself? <laughs> like, how do I come up with the, you know, relax formula for the summer? Because the reality is my kids are still home. We still are on summer holidays over here. My husband's going to have um, yeah. some more time off. And so there will be family holiday things happening around me wanting to get stuff done. Um, so I still have to navigate yeah. through the next I don't know, was it three, four weeks before it kind of is back to our normal routine? And I want to enjoy it. I think that's the mm. other part is I really, you know, want to enjoy the moments, you know, where the sun's out. I mean, especially because mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan yeah. of, I love, I just love the energy the sun gives. Get out there. Get out there. Touch the ground, <laughs> you know, with my bare feet. Get in the sand. Yeah, um, yeah. We did go to the beach over Christmas for a day and it was amazing i just uh, the the beach is my second happy place where i think you know we all have our places that just we feel like i don't know it's like the yeah. dreams can pop out you know like it just feels like everything is possible yeah. when you're in this relaxed state so i'm just like how do i you know if i'm not at the beach how do i bring the mindset of what i feel like at the beach to home so that yeah. i can make that more yeah. fun and relaxed so yeah, so I'm going to take a few lessons from you over the next three weeks to incorporate more of a relaxed lifestyle. I'm going to be trying to take my own lessons and really h- how can I have that playful, relaxed mindset because that is definitely the way I want to be. And um, and and I think, yeah, because, you know, it is the new year. Everyone's talking about how to set up the new year for me i think it's much more important to focus on what are the conditions that kind of support me to be my to be feeling creative to be relaxed to have those good studio times than it is to be having a you know a um blocked out week plan of of hours in the studio and that kind of thing i'm less interested in time blocking every single week and day to the max and more interested in creating Mm -hmm. like a relaxed creative curious mindset for just how the day goes um but you know Mm. staying true to i still have goals and still have things i want to accomplish but i'm really going to factor in Mm. the reality you know of it's it could look like this but it might not you know and be flexible i guess with that and 
see how we go because for i sure. think for me as an american in australia this part is always a little tricky to navigate january because um typically mm-hmm. americans don't take january off we have more of like july august so that's it. for the americans who aren't familiar with the australian time we're, we're kind of in our late july august time period And the kids do go back to school in the heat of February, but um, it becomes a little bit more back to school in February. So that's when I suppose more routine will happen. Um, I'd like to say less disruptions, but I'd say it's probably more disruptions. But it's, you know, it's called life. Life. Yeah, life as a human (laughs) and having people in your life. So, yeah, but it's... I'm yeah, I'm I don't know. I still feel as usual very optimistic and happy about the new year. Super excited about doing a whole mm-hmm. new year of our podcast. I think we're going to go on to a deeper level yes. that we're going to discover together and uh we'll go from there. <laughs>